Christmas Christ Central Church. I'm going to ask you to stand just a little longer for the reading of God's Word. God's Word comes from the Gospel according to Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 to 25. You can follow along with me in the Scripture reading on this on the screen as well as in your Bibles as well. Let's read this Scripture. Um, I'm going to improv a little bit. Should we read the Scripture together? Yeah, let's read the Scripture together, shall we? All together. This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message to his prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child, she will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife, but he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born, and Joseph named him Jesus. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. You may be seated, Christ Central. Once again, Merry Christmas, Christ Central Church. We're glad you could join us. I was uh, commenting to somebody today. I feel like we're at a wedding ceremony. Um, it is joyous time of celebration as we celebrate the coming of our King. My name is Josh Kim. I'm one of the pastors here at Christ Central Church. And we're glad you are to join us today, whether you're visiting out of time for family. You came to church uh, as a first time in a long time because it's Christmas season. Whatever reason that God may have brought you here today, we are glad that we could celebrate together as we sing different songs together uh, to celebrate this time of Christmas. As you notice that we are sitting in our tables where we serve communion a little differently. Our children are here with us, and I promised everyone here that I'll keep this short as well. As we've been singing different songs throughout the season with different people, different elders coming and showing us how to sing songs of Christmas, whether following the, the characters in the Bible or the angels that sung songs or the songs that Apostle Paul guided us in singing this great coming of King, we are called to sing the songs of Christmas in this season. One of my favorite Christmas songs is, Do You Hear What I Hear? Do you like that song? Do you like that song? The lyrics go something like this. I won't sing it for you because we have great singers singing here. I will not um, hurt your ears by singing, but the song goes something like this. It says, Say the night wind to the little lamb. Do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? Way up in the sky, little lamb, do you see what I see? A star, a star dancing in the night with a tail as big as a kite. With a tail as big as a kite. So the little lamb to the shepherd boy, do you hear what I hear? Ringing through the sky, the shepherd boy, do you hear what I hear? A song, a song, high above the trees, with a voice as big as the sea. Said the shepherd boy to the mighty king, 
Do you know what I know? In your palace, warm, mighty king, do you know what I know? A child, a child, shivers in the cold. Let us bring him silver and gold. Let us bring him silver and gold. Said the king to the people everywhere, listen to what I say. Pray for peace, people everywhere. Listen to what I say. The child, the child, sleeping in the night, he will bring us goodness and light. He will bring us goodness and light. This is a song that I love. Do you hear what I hear? It tells a story based upon the story that we just read today of the Gospel of Matthew, talking about the story of the shepherd from the Gospel of Luke. The night wind tells the lamb of the star, the following which the lamb tells his young shepherd that he also hears a loud song. They are each led to this mighty king, whom they tell of a child in the cold and ask to bring the child silver and gold. And the king now proclaims a prayer of peace and announces the child will bring goodness and light. The song invites us to pay close attention to this sleeping child who promises to bring us goodness and light. So following this song, what we're going to do is looking at this story, paying attention to what this story is calling us to do. In light of all the gifts, the lights, the festivities, the family time, this gospel message calls us back again to listen, to hear the promises of this coming king. And two things we're going to see real quickly. The two promises this song in Matthew 1 tells us to listen to. And first thing this gospel tells us is to listen to the promise of Emmanuel, God with us. Emmanuel, God with us. The story we just read, Joseph, the earthly father of Jesus, is faced with a dilemma. His engaged fiance is found to be with a child, and Joseph, who did not have yet a physical union with Mary, is confused and hurt. Rightly so. And he quietly was going to end the marriage. But then God sent an angel, a mighty messenger, to deliver the news. And the news, as we read in verse 20, says, As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. And Joseph, son of David, angel said, Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit. And along with the promise that God's promise is kept, foretold meaning the pre- uh, previous promise in the Old Testament, it's told to Joseph to remind them that God's promise in the Old Testament through the prophet Isaiah will be kept. And this is what we find in verse 22, as angel reminds him. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through the prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. The time when this first promise was given in the Old Testament as prophet Isaiah writes of this, was the time during the king, uh, reign of King Ahaz. Early in the King Ahaz's reign, the two neighboring kings, Pekah, the king of northern tribes of Israel, Rezin, king of Aram, or Syria at the time, invaded the land and was threatened to end his country. The king Ahaz, we're told, is not a believing king someone that did not follow in the ways of the Lord. So rather than turning to the Lord for deliverance at this time, he decides to go to a neighboring superpower, Assyria at the time, to help them. Well, God still intervenes, despite unbelief of the king. Not because Ahaz believed, but because God remembers the promise that he gave 
to the righteous king, King David, saying throughout the history, the king was set upon the throne. The promise that God gives to David is kept despite the unbelief of Ahaz. And the promise that, gives, uh, that God gives to Ahaz and Israel through prophet Isaiah is quoted here in Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. And she will give birth to a son. They will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. You see, what we find is that God promises deliverance. Ahaz wanted his own way. But as always is the case, we find Ahaz's way does not last forever. But God's way does. Ahaz's kingdom does invite Assyrians to come. And rather than helping Ahaz here, eventually Assyrians come and conquer his own land, destroying the country. And how often we're guilty of this church. We know this too far too well, don't we not? When we work so hard for your own deliverance, when you try so hard in your own ways, our promises, if it works, we all know that it works for a really short time. Eventually, you need yet find another way, another deliverance. It is endless cycle at that. Many of us have been there before. I have been there before as well. And herein lies the promise and warning of this Christmas story we read, that God is going to be with us no matter what. That is God's plan. Do you know that? That God will be here with us no matter what. Emmanuel, God with us, is given universally. He invites us to come and receive the promise that God with us. The promise says God offers to be present to bless those who receive him, to be our advocates. Even if you refuse this blessing, the scripture reminds us that God will still be with us. But now this time, he'll be with us as God to judge the original promise says God is always going to be with us either to bless or to curse. And that's the gospel message. That's the good news. The God of the universe is with us, and we're called to listen to this promise of God, this promise, brothers and sisters, whether you're here because it's Christmas or you're always within the distance of the church. Here is the gospel warning and promise. The Christmas celebrates Emmanuel. God with us. Regardless whether you believe it or not, you receive it or not, God is going to be with us. And question for us this morning is, is this God you're waiting for? Are you against this God that is going to be present in Christmas? And that's the first promise this song wants us to hear. But the gospel promise doesn't end there, doesn't it? It also ends with the second promise of Jesus, God saves. Jesus through whom God saves. And the beauty of the gospel here is not that God is just giving us a history lesson about what happened in the past and what he's going to do and there's nothing that you could do about it as if to say you must accept this promise or else. He simply tells us the realities of what God is going to do, but not only so. What he does in this story is that he also promises that this Emmanuel, God with us, is also God's promise to save humanity. And that's what we read in verse 21. She will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. The name Jesus means Jehovah saves, God saves. And indeed, that's what Jesus does, doesn't he? He comes as God-man, God's son. And as Mark reminds us in Mark 10, 45, for even the son of man came not to be served, but to serve others and give his life as a ransom for many. Romans, Paul reminds us, but God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we're still sinners. 
And John reminds us in chapter 1, verse 29, the next day John saw Jesus coming towards him and he says, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. This is our king's mission. To love the world full of Ahaz's. To love the world who are still in darkness and in sin, in unbelief. This is God's promise on this Christmas in the world that's waiting, wrestling with sin. This is God's promise that is declared every single Christmas to say, I love you. Therefore, I am sent by my Father to save the world, to save people from their sin. The great love, the great rescue, great salvation story is told every single Christmas day. Uh, God Almighty with us, who will come to judge the living and the dead. But as Christ becomes your advocate, you can stand confidently before the Lord. And this God with us now becomes God who saves us. And this promise of God is available upon this Christmas day. And indeed, Emmanuel is Christ, God who saves. When you and I place our faith in him, he draws us near to him. He becomes our advocate, our savior who saves us. O Church of Christ, this is the message of Christmas. Don't get lost in the festivities. Don't get lost in the trees and the gifts and all the joy and celebration we're going to have. But remember, hear the songs of Christmas that says God is going to be with us, but God is here also to save those who place their faith in him. So what's our proper response to that? When you hear the good news and you receive the good news, you want to sing, don't you? You want to sing the songs of Christmas to God's people. Response to this grace, God with us, God going to save us, is to sing the songs of gratitude, songs of wonder, and we sing songs to celebrate the joyous intervention by God who sends his son to die for us. So that's what we're going to do. I'm going to pray in a little bit, and we're going to sing a song together as a congregation in response to the good news of the Lord. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Father, that's our prayer. I'm going to ask the uh, praise team to come so we can sing this song. Father, we thank you so much for allowing us to gather to worship the Lord. We thank you that, Lord, on this Christmas day, that we could look forward to the coming of our King, that we could look forward to the promise of God that reminds us that God alone is here with us. Emmanuel, God who cherishes us. And God who comes to judge as we face the king of the universe, as we face uh, the righteous judge who comes to judge the living and the dead. But we also thank you the promise reminds us that, Lord, that you are Jesus, God who saves, Son of God who was sent to this earth to die on the cross, to live this life so that God's people can come and be saved. Lord, we do pray in this season of Christmas, or the season that is oftentimes filled with things that capture our imagination attention that takes away from what we long for in our hearts we do pray that as we gather to worship that we'll sing with the angels we sing with the saints around the world we'll sing in response to the glorious work of god in unison that we'll sing praises to our king we thank you for the celebration in christ let me pray amen church of christ will you stand if you're able Let's sing this song, O Come, All Ye Faithful.